Happy Friday, and welcome into another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will be doing a look right now as we are about, I guess you could say, three quarters of the way through the uh, NFL regular season. And I did want to do kind of a sizing up of the NFL teams uh, within the playoff race currently. Uh, And first, uh, I will start with the AFC as the number one seed right now is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are 11-0, and and the only unbeaten team uh, on the NFL season left uh, so far. And they are the most balanced team offensively, defensively, special teams-wise, uh, which makes uh, that currently the 11-0 record for them and them being that uh, having a really – considerable and a real shot at uh, finishing out 16-0 and as they have definitely some tough games left on their schedule. I mean, week by week, uh, any coach will, will say in, in the coach speak, uh, and as they're supposed to say, I mean, it's NFL is a tough game, uh, but they'll say things, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but they'll say it's a week to week. We have to take care of what, what we have this week. We can't look too far ahead, and that's uh, definitely the case, and I believe this coming week they play the Washington football team. So the Washington football team doesn't have nearly the good record that they do. And nobody has it in the NFL. I mean, they're undefeated. But uh, a lot of people, myself included, foresee them winning that game and going to 12-0. and But the Washington football team has also had some flashes of, of brilliance this year. And uh, they've been able to run it really well with Antonio Gibson, their fantastic rookie running back, and uh, also have Terry McCord in the receiving game. So that game could be tricky for them. They've seen flashes from other defense, too, uh, as far as the Washington football team. So that'll be another test for them. But uh, also later on, they have other uh, battles with other NFL teams uh, that they have up- upcoming on their schedule. So we'll see how it plays out. But the Steelers have been doing, been able to do a really good job. I mean, any team has this, but the Steelers have been able to do a really good job uh, overcoming a lot of injuries that they've had to their team. I mean, recently, unfortunately, Bud Dupree tore his ACL, uh, as Ian Rappaport of, of uh, NFL Network uh, reported, and uh, that'll be a loss to their defense as far as that was probably one of the better tandems of pass rush in the NFL, uh, TJ Watts and Bud Dupree, but uh, they'll have other players uh, try and step up and look to step up for them. But uh, they've had players in and out of the lineup. And uh, mo- most recently, James Conner had COVID-19, unfortunately. But they've been able, able to have players like Benny Snell uh, at the running back position step up and, and do really well and show very well. And then big Ben Roethlisberger coming back. Uh, he's had injuries in the past years. And he's been able to uh, overcome those. And he's now playing at a pretty good uh, level. And uh, definitely has good rookie receivers with Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, uh, to name a few of uh, their really good receivers. And then uh, Eric Ebron in the in the tight end game for them uh, leads them there. And then their defense always is really good. Special teams, Chris Boswell, uh, their kicker, uh, most notably, and then their puncher uh, is also very, very solid. So uh, they're a number one team uh, for a reason, and they look to uh, continue to show very well. And then the second Seed right now uh, in the playoff race, Kansas City Chiefs are ten and one. 
they're one of the best offenses in the league. That's their best talent. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, among others, uh, lead them there. And uh, defensively, probably their weakness right now. They're a little bit mid- middle of the road league average. But again, I've said it on previous podcasts that, uh, yeah, you want to have a good defense, but it's not the end all be all by any means. Like the Chiefs, who we're talking about right now, or I'm talking about right now, uh, have the second best seed in the AFC, and they won the Super Bowl last year. And they had, much like they have this year, a middle of the road league average defense, but their offense is amazing, and their offense pretty much is confident enough. I mean, any team is confident, but this the Chiefs, the Seahawks, and the Packers probably are the three best offenses, and they realistically have the expectation every possession that they're going to be able to put up some amount of points, whether it's a touchdown, whether it's a field goal, no matter the case. I mean, that uh, their offenses are just that dominant. So the Chiefs should be a team that should be feared again uh, this year and uh, should do uh, really good things and continue uh, to do really good things. And then in the next uh, seed right now in the playoff picture for the AFC, the Tennessee Titans, uh, they are third. They're eight and three. Their best strong suit is running the football. They can run it with the best of them. Derrick Henry, their lead back, uh, has right now over 100 yards in seven games uh, this year, seven different games where he's went over 100 yards, and then he's had Countless touchdowns and done very well. Uh, their their defense is probably their weakness. It's been ranked in the twenties all year, and uh, that has definitely not been a great area of of specialty for them. As far as they have had guys in and out, like Jadavian Clowney recently got put on injured reserve, so that is definitely something that hurts them. And they've had uh, other injuries. But they've been able to try and add to their defense. I mean, they they traded for Desmond King, the the secondary player in the offseason, or rather before the trade deadline, I should say. And uh, that has been kind of a an area where they've been able to, to do that. But uh, offensively, I mean, they have A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys. They're a pretty solid offense receiving-wise. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill's. Probably the perfect quarterback for that offense. He he knows it really well and and is able to uh, really succeed. I mean, he's not an elite quarterback by any means, but he does the best he can and uh, definitely shows some flashes of brilliance, that's for sure. And then in the next seed right now in the playoff picture, at number four, the Buffalo Bills, they're 8-3. and three. Offensively, they're definitely very talented. They have some really good... Uh, resources uh, to go to as far as Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, Devin Singletary, among others, and then Josh Allen. I mean, he showed flashes this year of being in the MVP conversation. He can run it, throw it. Uh, sometimes his accuracy is called in, into question. I mean, back when he was going into the draft, he could throw it really far, but sometimes he's not very accurate with it. But he's really worked on that and gotten better at it. He's not perfect by any means at the accuracy uh, part of his game, but he's definitely uh, a very good quarterback and has worked uh, and improved that area of his game as well. And then defensively uh, leaves a lot to be desired for them. They've underperformed 
uh, compared to other years as far as recent years. Last year and the year before, I remember them having a really good defense. And this year, uh, they came in as far as uh, defensively as one of the higher-rated teams uh, based on last year's success. But they've had a lot of moving parts as far as their defense, as far as injury and everything that goes on with that. But uh, they've done their best in the the team uh, before them that I mentioned, the Titans as, as well as the Bills, they have defensive-minded coaches. I mean, Mike Vrabel uh, used to be a defensive player in the NFL. He has defensive experience as a coach. And also Sean McDermott was previously a defensive coordinator for uh, the Panthers before he came to be head coach with the Bills. So they have those defensive-minded coaches. And I think that that's a really good thing for them because their offense right now for both of them can really click and can really cook uh, more times than not. And then it's better to have, in that case, a better defensive coach as far as the the side of the ball they, they like to uh, hang their hat on as far as that goes and then improve as much as they can throughout the season in that area if you have that good of an offense. So... In the next uh, seed right now in the playoff picture for the AFC, number five is the Cleveland Browns. They're 8-3. The, their strength is their run game. They have uh, the two-headed monster with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, granted, both of them have been injured uh, throughout the year here and there, uh, but recently they've been able to uh, play and be on the field and everything, so uh, hopefully they're able to stay healthy as far as that goes. And then uh, their weakness is their defense. But, I mean, it's not an awful defense by any means. It's ranked within the top 12 of the league. So uh, they're definitely uh, pretty all right there uh, as far as that goes. And uh, that's kind of a look at them. And they've also had the injury to uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, their top receiver going into the year, uh, torn ACL for him, uh, unfortunately. So wish the speed of recovery for Odell, that's for sure. But uh, they've been able to uh, overcome that adversity as much as possible. And, yeah, they miss Odell, but fortunately it is what it is, and uh, injuries happen in the NFL, and and they have to uh, move forward. And then in the next uh, seed, the Miami Dolphins, uh, they are 7-4. and four. Uh, The strength is their defense. It's ranked within the top 10, and it makes sense. I mean, they have a defensive-minded coach. As far as Brian Flores, their head coach, used to be a defensive coordinator uh, before he came to the Dolphins uh, as he was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. And uh, their defense is really good and really talented. And their weakness is probably offensive inconsistency. They've been kind of between the two quarterbacks where they started with Ryan Fitzpatrick and then they went to Tua Tagovailoa, the rookie, and they wanted to have kind of that experience of Fitzpatrick showing Tua the ropes as far as the NFL. Tua is a very good quarterback. He had a great collegiate career at Alabama in college, and now he's in the NFL, first-round pick by them. Uh, and then they switched to Tua, but then in a recent game, they made the quarterback change. I believe it was at, in Denver they were playing, and uh, they, they went back to uh, – Fitzpatrick because Tua wasn't showing very well early in that game. But now Brian Flores, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically recently said in the media, hey, if Tua's healthy, he's going to be our starter. 
and uh, Fitzpatrick's going to be the backup. But they've been able to uh, kind of overcome that a little bit inconsistency as far as the offense and still be a very good team at 7-4, and four, uh, that's for sure, and uh, definitely among uh, the very good teams in the NFL. Uh, and they'll look to continue that uh, pace as far as that goes. And then rounding out the AFC playoff picture right now, uh, number seven is the Indianapolis Colts. They are seven and four. Their strength is their defense and their special teams. I mean, their rookie kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, is one of the better kickers in the league uh, this year, and he has a bright future ahead of him as well. And uh, then their defense is always very good. Uh, it, it showed some uh, glimpses of being a little bit to where it's not its best, but that happens over the course of the year. I mean, you have your ups and your downs, but overall, I think on the season, anybody could say that that's a very good strength for them as far as their defense is really legitimate and uh, something to uh, be proud of for them. And then their weakness is uh, sometimes a little bit where their offense is inconsistent and uh, they have some struggles there as far as that goes. But uh, good for them. Their defense is, like I said, most notably uh, very good. So it's able to keep them in games and uh, they're able to uh, even overcome some offensive inconsistencies by having a good defense and sometimes even getting points off their defense. So that's uh, very good for them as well. So that wraps it up for the AFC look at the playoff picture so far and kind of sizing it up as far as my thoughts there uh, so far. But in the next and final segment of another edition of Big A Sports Show available anywhere you get your podcast, I will switch over and take a look at the NFC and uh, the playoff picture there and then getting my thoughts as well. So that'll be coming up after this short audio break. Moving ahead and closing out another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, again, I have looked at the playoff picture in the NFL right now and kind of sizing it up as far as my thoughts. Uh, in the first portion that you just heard, I looked at the AFC, and now I will close out and look at the other conference, the NFC. And without further ado, getting right to it, the number one seed in the NFC Currently, as the New Orleans Saints, they are nine and two. Uh, their strength uh, is their defense, and it's been rated uh, within the top ten uh, right now. It is, and pretty much all season uh, for them as far as overall ranks. And uh, they've been doing a really good job, especially recently, uh, playing a really good ball. They're on a really good winning streak, and uh, that's been uh, good for them. Their last loss actually came earlier in the season uh, as they lost to the Packers on Sunday Night Football, but they haven't lost since, and uh, that's definitely something uh, to be proud of for them. Uh, they've been able to uh, weather the injury uh, storm, as most any team is able to do, uh, but most notably their quarterback, uh, Drew Brees, uh, recently was hurt, unfortunately, and hopefully, hopefully he's able to come back uh, sooner rather than later and uh, get back in the groove as far as that goes and get back to full health. But uh, right now they're they're rolling with Taysom Hill at quarterback, and then they also have J- Jameis Winston as a backup option too. 
but the Saints are very good, and uh, they in recent years have been very good, and they stay very good. So they're the number one seed right now in the NFC. And then the second seed is the Seattle Seahawks. They're eight and three. Their weakness is their defense. It's been that way all year. Although recently, I will say they have uh, kind of done better in that area. I mean, Jamal Adams, most notably the safety that they got from the Jets uh, via trade uh, earlier, has really paid dividends for them. And then they also traded for uh, Carlos Dunlap before the trade deadline. So uh, that's been a help to them as well. Uh, But their strength is their offense. And uh, it's always been that way ever since Russell Wilson has taken over for them at quarterback uh, years ago, and he's continued to play at elite level. And uh, they definitely have a very good offense uh, as far as that goes. So their offense is a lot of times able to uh, keep them in games, and then their defense, I mean, they they just try more so in games to outscore the the opponent, um, depending on the opponent. I mean, if the opponent has a weaker offense, then their defense is able to play a little bit better and uh, do good in that area. And they definitely, on the other side too, will look to play better against elite offenses and, and try and shore up their, their defense so that way they can pair that with their elite offense and uh, really have a complete team. As their special teams too has been a pretty good uh, strong point as well for them. And then uh, the third seed right now is the Green Bay Packers. They're 8-3. and three. Their strength is their offense. It's one of the best offenses in the game. Matt LaFleur dialing up plays. Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball around the yard. And uh, they have really good, impressive uh, running backs. And uh, their receivers, too, led by DeMonte Adams. And then Alan Lazard is very good. Um, and uh, also other contributors as well. And then they've been able to uh, add to their receiving game uh, recently. Uh, as everyone knows with the, the addition of Tavon Austin, as that's been a, a very good addition so far. Although that's very early. He hasn't played a game yet. So... We'll see if he does well. He should do well. He's a very dynamic player and uh, everything, but it all depends what he shows on the field in order to decide, I guess, if, I mean, any player, in order if they're a good addition or not, you that is determined how they play. So that is a look at the Packers, although their weakness is their defense as much like the Chiefs and the Seahawks, where they don't have great defenses. The Packers don't have an amazing defense. But they do have very capable players on their defense with the Smith brothers, Zedarius and Preston. And also a pretty good secondary with Jair Alexander, Kevin King, and uh, Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, among others. And then uh, Kenny Clark up front, too. Uh, As far as their offense is able to be amazing and then their defense is just makes the key plays when necessary as far as the formula in most cases for their success so in the next seed as far as the nfc playoff picture right now is the new york giants and the giants are at four and seven so i mean looking at their seed Right now in the NFL, and it's always been this way, where the the division winners get the top four seeds. So there's teams that are, I'm going to list off uh, the last three teams in the playoff picture right now. And I should also note the 
expanded playoffs due to COVID. Uh, as far as uh, I've said that on previous podcasts, and uh, there's the, that's as far as getting more teams bites at the apple, so to speak, as far as trying to get in the playoffs. But the Giants have done very well. I mean, they're not in a great division. They're in the NFC East, or as some people kind of say, the NFC least, because it's a team full of under 500 teams. But they know where they are, and they're able to kind of sustain weather in the storm and they've been playing really well. I mean, earlier in the season, they were not playing well at all, but of late, they've been doing very well and playing really well. Although I will say their quarterback, unfortunately, Daniel Jones has been hurt and hopefully it's not a long-term absence for him. Uh, I don't think he's going to be able to play this coming week, uh, that I'm recording the podcast, but, uh, They've been able to do very well, and they have a new coach with with Joe Judge, and uh, he's trying to instill some new plays and some new system and everything, and a kind of a culture uh, with the Giants and and doing anything a new coach wants to do. So they've also been able to uh, get over that hump as far as, I mean, that's also something to be aware of as far as any team, most players on the team are coming back from the team last year. I mean, there's there's moving parts as far as addition, subtractions, but for the most part, it's a lot of the same players and they have to kind of adjust to the new coach and, and getting everything that the new coach wants. And also their best player and one of the best players in the league, Saquon Barkley got hurt, torn ACL earlier in the season. So you add that all up and yeah, they want to have a better record, but they're still the first place team in their division and been able to over, overcome all of that. So looking ahead to the playoffs, forecasting that out, they're probably not going to, I mean, if they stay where they are in their division, they're going to make the playoffs. But as compared to other teams in the playoff picture, they're probably a lot of people could agree that they're bound for a early exit, but you never know in the NFL. You get in, you get hot, and uh, you're able to uh, kind of do your best. So that's kind of a look at the Giants and uh, how things are for them. And uh, they'll look to continue uh, playing well and uh, doing as best they can uh, there. And then in the next seed, the Los Angeles Rams, they are 7-4. and four. They have a really good defense. It's been rated within the top 10 all season. And they've been able to do very well on that side of the ball. Uh, their top two names, household names on that defense, are uh, Aaron Donald and Jar- uh, rather Jalen Ramsey. Uh, and then they have a bunch of other really good players on the defense. And uh, also, I should note, as far as talking defense, going back to the Giants, they added Blake Martinez and Kyler Fackrell, although I believe Kyler Fackrell, unfortunately, is on IR now. But they've been able to uh, add some some pieces to their defense and as well as making that better. But back to the Rams and uh, and talking about them, they also have an inconsistent offense as far as they've had their ups and their downs. They've had uh, a whole kind of stable of running backs where their young running backs, Cam Akers, Darrell Henderson, and uh, Malcolm Brown, and they've been able to kind of rotate those running backs and kind of, feel out who's 
the lead back, and it's been kind of every other week running back by committee as far as who's going to get the most carries. So that's been kind of inconsistent, but they've been doing their best uh, kind of overcoming that. And Jared Goff has had a pretty good year for them. Uh, then Their top two receivers are one of the better top two receiver tandems, maybe the best in the league with uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods as far as those two receivers aren't thought of maybe as far as the top elite receivers in the game, but you put them together as a tandem, it's one of the better ones in the league, uh, that's for sure. And they're very good in their own right uh, as well. And then the next seed, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're 7-5. and five. They have an inconsistent offense right now. I heard within the media, and I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, there's been a lot of talk with kind of their struggles and they have a new offense, a new quarterback as far as Tom Brady first year with the team, but I'm paraphrasing here. And Bruce Arians has basically alluded to the fact that Tom Brady calls his own plays and he picks what he wants and, uh, and, and that, and I mean, Tom Brady's a hall of famer. He's going to be after he's done playing. So you can't really, I guess, be mad about that because he, it's very good and he knows what's going on. So you have to trust what he does and what he wants to do on offense and that, and they have definitely a lot of talent, Ronald Jones running back. And then Chris Godwin receiver, Antonio Brown, when he's on the field and, and everything, he's able to do very well. Uh, Mike Evans is a very good receiver too. So they have a lot of good talent offensively and they have a pretty good old line too, for the most part, but it's a new system and there's bound to be ups and downs and adjustments and everything. When you go from last year, James Winston started most, if not all their games at quarterback last year to Tom Brady. I mean, it's a brand new thing and uh, they just, for them, they, they need to make the playoffs and once they get in, they're able to hopefully for their sake, get hot and get on a good, uh, road and you put Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, we saw in years past with the Patriots, they're able to work the, their magic and he's able to do really well. And then their defense, uh, it's a pretty solid defense. That's their best uh, strong suit. It's had ups and downs like any defense and, and you do uh, your best that way. But for the most part, that's been their strong suit. I mean, they have uh, really good linebackers, their front Defensive line is pretty good, and then their secondary, for the most part, is very good. So uh, they're uh, at seven and five, and uh, and sixth right now in the playoff race. And then rounding out the NFC playoff race, uh, taking a look right now at the current playoff race and sizing it up in the NFC, the Arizona Cardinals are six and five. Their best area on on their team is their offense. Kyler Murray is one of the better quarterbacks in the league among the MVP comp conversation when you talk about that a dual threat uh, quarterback who's one of the better uh, quarterbacks as far as not only being the best one of the best quarterbacks but also he's uh, a player that I and as well as probably a lot of other people uh, really like to watch uh, he's uh, definitely a intriguing quarterback and, and really fun to watch that's for sure and offensively I mean they have DeAndre Hopkins uh, receiver one of the better receivers in the game and then uh, Christian Kirk is pretty good, uh, another receiver for them. And then uh, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, two running back-wise, uh, they're pretty uh, solid offensively. 
their defense is inconsistent, and uh, it's been that way. That's probably the, the weak spot on their team. Uh, but it, it showed flashes of brilliance and, and having high-impact plays and uh, being able to do uh, good on that side of the ball. But uh, the Cardinals are at seventh and the last seed right now in the playoffs, although I will say at the end of this kind of sizing things up, three-quarters of the way through of the playoff race, there's bound to be fluctuation as far as that goes. I mean, certainly the top teams in the playoff picture right now are probably going to be in the playoffs down the road, barring a collapse, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh, nobody thinks it's going to happen, but there's bound to be uh, interchangeability at the at the uh, later portion of the playoff uh, picture. And uh, there's some teams, too, that I didn't even mention that are on the outside looking in that are very good and could be in the playoffs later on. So uh, I did want to size up the playoff picture right now, and that'll about do it for this edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel. Thank you for tuning into all of my podcasts. And uh, if you missed any uh, recently, go back in the episode log and listen back. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and all my future episodes. Uh, Big A Sports Show is available anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, subscribe to it. Do whatever you uh, wish to do as far as if you want to subscribe to it, you can do that. Otherwise, uh, try and access it uh, however you've been accessing it and continue to spread the word. Uh, the consistent listenership has been great and I look forward to getting even better and uh, thank you all again for listening and I look forward to talking with you all again very very soon again another edition of Big A Sports Show I'm your host Adam Van Handel. 